Isaiah 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they, are, when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born and to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace." Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will, this is such a powerful passage and it's incredible that uh, we get to revisit it every year at Advent. And, you know, this is a passage we should visit multiple times a year. The foretelling of Christ and what he would do and the kingdom he would bring. What a great passage. By the way, if you hear a bunch of noises in the background, we do apologize. This is our first day of recording in our new offices and we are still moving. So you may hear some booms and, uh, things being drug across floors, but just, just know that's just us getting, uh, getting settled in our new, our new space. Will, as you read this passage, was there one or two things that just jumped off the page? Yeah. The contrast of this passage is kind of crazy. You, you have like garments rolled in blood being f- burned as fuel for the fire. And then you have, you know, of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And so you kind of get this like epic dichotomy contrast between war and peace and that that this coming Messiah is bringing a sword, it is coming to crush the oppressors of his people. And yet he's coming to establish a government and a kingdom of peace. Yeah. Verse five, for every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. I mean, that is the the way that the Lord is going to work out his great day. He's going to put an end to all the oppression. Mm. I, th- I think one of the things that happens when you read a passage like this and you know, okay, Isaiah is prophesying about the coming Messiah. We say, okay, well, Jesus came. Hmm. But not all of this has happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a real wrestling match that a lot of folks would have and and I certainly have had. Any any thoughts on reconciling the idea of hey, he promises all these things and certainly we can have peace through him, but the world is not in peace right now. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's it's easy to feel uncomfortable when the idea of God's wrath surfaces and we're we're really conditioned to think that way, you know, nowadays. And 
I think it's it, it's a good reminder. It's a good thing to be forced to reckon with uh, uh, of why should we, like, could we possibly comforted by a God who is full of wrath in one sense? And, you know, the answer is yes, because what is the wrath that, that we see here? It is wrath against people that are, that are oppressing and that, and that are crushing one another. You know, the, it, it's, it's this idea that is in perfect harmony with this mm-hmm. God who opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. And that's really a great comfort that, you know, it, it, we hear this passage, we hear, hear verse six all the time around Christmas, like for to us, a child is born, to us, a son is given. And it's easy to kind of have this Charlie Brown, like sweet and soft reading of this verse. But really when you zoom out, and I'm glad we read verses two through five, this is in the middle of a war that this mm-hmm. child is coming. And, and our great comfort as believers is that this is a war against darkness. This is a war against sin and death. That's right. It is. It's a war against sin. And like a lot of test or prophecies in the Old Testament, this is a now and later type of prophecy. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus comes, this prophecy is true now. Yeah. But it's also not yet fulfilled, and it will be fulfilled later. And we're living in the middle yeah. of those two. Yeah. Isaiah would have been living before those two. Yeah. And now we're living in the middle. Yes, the Messiah has come. Mm-hmm. And he is working out his redemptive plan. And yeah. one day he will make all things right. Yeah. But we're right now in the middle. And we have to trust really? that the kingdom of God is here. And the kingdom of God will also come. Totally. So wherever a believer is, we represent the power of Christ, the peace of mm. Christ, the wisdom of Christ. And we need to remember we're these little priests walking around, these little these yeah. little churches walking around. Yeah. It's a great reminder that Advent is not, you know, the world celebrates Christmas for nostalgia. And Advent, we certainly celebrate the coming, the past coming of Christ as an infant, but it's equally a time to look forward and yearn for and celebrate that mm-hmm. Christ will come again in, in his kingdom and in glory. That's right. And, you know, how, how much joy and peace we will know when the government once and for all the governance of the universe has been placed on the shoulders of Christ. Amen. Well, hey, as we land the plane today, these few descriptions are worth mentioning again of Jesus, and that is that he is the wonderful counselor. So wherever mm-hmm. God may be taking your path, just know he's the one who gives the counsel. He's the wonderful counselor. He is the mighty, the powerful God. It's also the everlasting father. Mm-hmm and the Prince of Peace. Yeah. So may we find great joy and strength and comfort in knowing Christ and knowing He is those things. Absolutely. Well, for Will Carlisle, I'm Thomas Nelson. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.